Blog Talk Radio. from 1964, and that concludes the happy portion of our programming day. Um, we don't have a lot of good news, and we've got some some uh, grim Trump news, as if there's anything else. But uh, joining me to discuss the latest atrocities in uh, uh, Trump world and as it affects LGBT, particularly the T, uh, is Dr. Ray Working. Greetings, Ray. Good afternoon, David. How are you on this rather cool afternoon in the Northeast? Yeah, and it's. I I think there should be a parody of uh, along the lines of Pleasant Valley Sunday. It's a global warming, another global warming uh, weekend or another global warming Saturday. Um, <laughs> maybe uh, <laughs> the, the surviving monkeys could. Uh, could uh, run that. Uh, it's just unusually cool. But anyway, um, I, I 
chose uh, that song, Martha Rees and, and the Vandellas, uh, Heat Wave, because it just seems appropriate. Um, a lot of passion going around. Um, 19 days now since the murder of George Floyd, and uh, um, we're uh, our, our streets are still um, uh, filled with protesters and uh, a lot of division and uh, all being exploited by Mr. Trump. And, um, well, anyway, so much we could talk about, but I want to focus on the news that uh, uh, came out yesterday and will likely be the precursor of much more bad news for our uh, transgender uh, community. Um, and um, give me a second. Uh, yesterday on, on the, uh, the anniversary of the, the two-year anniversary of the Pulse nightclub massacre, um, in Pride Month, uh, the Trump administration has erased health care protections for tra- transgender uh, people, for transgender patients seeking medical care, even care from uh, COVID-19. Um, so this is from CBS News. The, uh, just two weeks into Pride Month and on the anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting, the Trump administration announced that is rolling back Obama-era health care protections for people who are transgender. The rule, announced Friday, will impact transgender patients' ability to fight against discrimination by doctors, medical facilities, and health insurance provider. Former President Barack Obama's administration changed federal health care guidelines in 2016 to expand sex-based protections based to uh, include protections on gender gender identity, which may be male, female, neither, or a combination of male or female. His administration also pushed for discriminating for discrimination protections for those who have had abortions. But the Department of Health and Human Services, um, Trump's department, released a statement on Friday saying the final rule is based on the plain meaning of the word sex as male or female and as determined by biology. Well, this is uh, just a sheer political ploy to uh, appease Trump's homophobic, um, evangelical, conservative religious base. And it's it's truly frightening because uh, there... It's frightening in itself, but there are a couple of Supreme Court cases that will likely be decided next week, uh, kind of impinging on the same thing. Um, uh, what is the defi- what is the definition definition of um, protection uh, by sex as defined in the 1964 Civil Rights Law that um, you know, if you eviscerate that, um, we have no standing in this country. Be fired 
um, for whatever reason and for no reason and um, uh, it's it could be a nail biter of a decision um, Ray help Help me organize this mess. Well, I'll tell um, you, I, uh, I take, you know what, the analogy I can draw is back in the early days of when I was in single digits, and well, even in my teen years, I watched my grandmother teach, and uh, I watched my father drive a school bus from the year before I was born. So I was always inextricably bound in school things. And, of course, I live out here in East Greenbush in upstate New York, and I watched people, I, I knew people that were fired on the spot with no recourse because there was no union presence. And all I could think of, you know, when this occurred, what you just so eloquently stated, was that the situation was the same. You you could be gone. By nightfall, you have no, you know, you could have everything that supports you. Your, your, the food on your table, the roof over your head is all in jeopardy. And, boy, I, I remember seeing those days. I remember when my grandmother had to have an emergency hysterectomy, five-star outstanding teacher, and the um, superintendent of the schools, Howard Goff, who has a school named after him and has that for many decades now, middle school, just fired her right on the spot. He wouldn't give her the time off, even without pay. Uh, That's the way things were done, and that's the kind of thing that we're looking at right now. When you have no backup, no, uh, or potentially looking at, no um, support system whatsoever, and if that doesn't make your you know, shiver, I I don't know what will. I really don't. Yeah, I was watching a, a program on the, the local PBS station um, last night, and um, you know they run specials and shows during Pride Month, and uh, this one this one show looked at. Uh, um, uh, the the McCarthy witch hunts of the 50s um even uh it began in the Truman administration and and continued under Eisenhower um and um the uh of course the communists were targeted the red scare you know uh, uh, we were going to uh uh fall to pieces um because of uh communist action but it quickly segued into and um thousands of federal employees were hunted down literally investigated uh, uh without rights uh investigated by the government um uh and uh if there was any evidence that they were gay uh these employees were summarily uh dismissed and it um it just was a, i mean there were suicides shame um this was just uh <laughs> astonishing part of our history and uh um one man um uh, stood up to it at the time and he's greatly overlooked and uh a man by the name of franklin Kameny, uh who uh I, I got it wrong i i connected him to the Mattachine Society, which uh, was probably one of the few LGBT rights organizations back then, but he did not like the Mattachine Society. He thought they were too accommodationist, too um, 
too weak. Um, but he was Franklin Kameny was a, a, a physicist, an astronomer, brilliant guy, uh, Harvard educated. Um, I believe he worked at MIT, and uh, he had eyes on the moon. He could have been a part of that project, except um, uh, with Dwight Eisenhower's uh, sign-off, you know, he was part of the great um, purge of gay people in Washington in the government. Um, So anyway, Ray, I, I, I... I never liked Washington, D.C., the city. It was just – well, I, I, I particularly didn't like it um, when there was a Republican in charge because it just seemed so oppressive. Um, but uh, any this, this action coming from Trump yesterday, just, it just makes you cry. The, the – um, you know, you make progress under Obama, and um, even the – it's just been one of a series of acts against the LGBT community. And, um, you know, Mr. Trump is uh, a hypocrite of the high highest order because he, he mouthed the words uh, when he was coming in that he would be – he would protect LGBT rights in some manner. And he's absolutely done the opposite. Um, well, should we be surprised? No. But um, this is going to cost lives. I mean, uh, uh, transgender people are uh, already on the margins of the healthcare system. I think I told you a story last night, Ray, when we were just doing our pre show uh, chat that. Uh, there was a, a a transgender woman in New York City who needed uh, emergency help, and uh, she had to uh, be moved uh, upstate and uh, further north of here in the Albany. She was rejected at the hospital she was sent to in in uh, it must have been in the Adirondack area at Glens Falls. And she had to take a bus over uh, the bridge to uh, Vermont to get, or a ferry, I think she had to take, to get over to Vermont to get care. I mean, and I said, that's ironic. That's rich. Uh, someone fleeing New York to get care in in Vermont, which um, it, it, it's just, as our friend Dr. Bill Buffy said, uh, you know, access to health care is critical. And um, the, the, uh, the, the barriers faced by transgender people are already um, daunting. And some won't seek medical help. Some won't get treated for if they get COVID. And, um, and this is just going to increase the pain, what Trump did. And... Um, and what do you think of the, the timing of this, ironically, right? On, I, think, I think it was deliberately done um, on the anniversary of the Pulse nightclub uh, massacre and uh, done in the, the month of June 
for pride. I don't think they're bright enough, but I think they're mean enough or malicious enough to have done it at this time. Any thoughts on that? I agree with you. I I think that, uh, you know, for a long time I underestimated uh, Trump's ability. Uh, It's not by any means IQ points, but you don't have to be a smart kid to be the most disruptive, nasty, miserable bully on the planet, and that's what he is. And instead of putting his efforts in something worthwhile, uh, he just is some – as a journalist said last night, he looks in both directions. He sees they're coming after him, and he thinks, what can I do now to cause trouble? And, he, you know, he takes a book off the shelf, that is, uh, and that's his playbook, and it's whatever can, is the meanest, like, you know, the animals in Alaska, that uh, whatever they're called, that it, all of a sudden it's legal to hunt them. I mean, just keep throwing this stuff at the wall, distracting, like a kid in the class who really is out of control. It's in so many places, and it's distraction, and it's meanness, and it gets the, uh, you know, the focal point off of things like Betsy DeVos and what uh, the terrible damage that she's doing, because you, you if you're not doing something that's, uh, you know, five-star horrific, you don't even make the the front page. It's sort of like, you know, if, if somebody is, is found innocent, they put the, uh, you know, <laughs> The recantating of or whatever at the at the back of the newspaper, like we were brought about, told, brought up with. Now you, you don't even see things like this on. You, know, you can watch NBC or MSNN. Even Fox doesn't pick up the stuff because um, it just it doesn't. You, you have to run over somebody or beat them uh, to de- to death uh, on the ground for nine minutes in order to make the news, and that's what he wants. Um, I mean, he's done it. He's dancing around this. I, I don't know how you would explain it, but I, I was reading before the show, going on the show. I mean, his speech at West Point today was a doozy. I mean, he didn't give an inch. He let, he made sure he didn't offend the base. And at the same time, uh, you know, it's like we really have to do what we've done for a million years and respect everyone. But our police are just fine. We've got great guys out there. So, again, the hottest places in hell are for those who walk the fence. That's what he did at West Point today. I don't think he strayed from the teleprompter. Spent a whole amount of time campaigning. Spent an inordinate amount of time talking about their sports team to an anemic amount of applause. But anything, any anything he can throw in the water to, uh, you know, to make the fish bite, he'll he'll do. And it's it's diversionary tactics. You can talk it to death. The sad part is that it works way too much of the time, and I don't know how we're going to be able, how we're going to deal with that. Um, you know, his his rallies are going to be starting up again. He's picking safe spots, uh, not states that are in contests. So you know, he's going to get hoots and hollers and whatever, and he's making them sign a statement that if they do indeed catch the novel. Coronavirus, he is not responsible. But it's nothing to worry about because the whole country is opening up. I mean, where does it stop? Hypocrisy defined. Well, we just got to keep the heat on him. And, and uh, um, there are strong signs that it's working, that whole numbers are, or his approval numbers are so in the tank. And that 
correlates strongly with uh, an electoral disaster historically when when your when a president's poll numbers are so bad. Um, but knowing this guy, you know, is he will pull any any stunt, any prank, any crime to uh, keep his job, and he's got Putin on the phone, you know, on the on the back phone, you know, <laughs> ready to. Uh, um, uh, I mean, Putin's got the master playbook. Um, but anyway, Ray, I, I wanted to. We have a musical um, uh, um, break coming up, but the HRC, the Human Rights Commission, um, just published a list of what Trump has done to the LGBT community, and I thought it would be, uh, I don't know, enlightening or important to just remember. Uh, and here's just a, a, a sampling. Um Trump advocated to eliminate the Affordable Care Act. Um, uh, his Justice Department uh, argued that the entirety of the act should be overturned. This move would jeopardize health care for over 130 million people with pre-existing conditions like HIV and eliminate non-discrimination protections for LGBT people. Created a religious discrimination division in the Department of Health and Human Services. Um, he proposed cutting over a billion dollars um, from uh, uh, something called the PEPFAIR budget. PEPFAIR is the United States government program that fights AIDS abroad um, in schools with your friend Betsy DeVos, right? And I say that only jokingly. Um, um, the Department of Education and uh, Justice eliminated Obama-era guidance clarifying that schools must treat transgender students consistent with their gender identity. Uh, the act denied access to facilities consistent with gender identity and refused to use correct names and pronouns, untold emotional harm. Um, Trump also rejected complaints from transgender students. Uh, Ms. DeVos's uh, Department of Education refused to respond to civil complaints filed by transgender students, including those who are barred from using bathrooms that correspond with their gender identity. Um, also, Ms. DeVos has refused to rule out federal funding for schools that discriminate against LGBTQ students and has declined to state she would otherwise intervene should discrimination occur. Um, uh, LGBTQ people are disproportionately affected by sexual assault and harassment and the stigma that many LGBTQ people face can make it more difficult for survivors to report. Um, the Trump administration admit, eliminated language protecting LGBT children participating in the 4-H program. I mean, even our, our farmer kids um, uh, are targeted. <laughs> This is ruthless. Wow. Um, the Trump administration ordered 4-H programs to remove a policy specifically welcoming LGBTQ people to the 4-H program, which led to the firing of an official who protested. Um, Trump also used Title IX of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 
to discriminate against trans students. Um, the Department of Education claimed that school policies allowing trans youth to participate in sports consistent with their gender identity violated federal law and threatened to withhold funds. And on and on and on, and in the area of foster care, um, they allowed foster care programs to disappear funds. Uh, the Trump White House has proposed a federal regulation that would strip away non-discrimination requirements and permit all Department of Health and Human Services grant recipients, notably adoption and foster care agencies, to discriminate against LGBTQ people and in many circumstances, religious minorities and women and still receive federal funding. And the list goes on and on and on. And Ray, I don't know about you, but I need a break. And we're going to have a, uh, a, a musical break. And we'll be back. And we have more about what's coming up next week from our friends at the Supreme Court. So hold on to your hat. And we'll be right back. back 
And Ray, I forgot to give you your propers uh, earlier in the show. Of course, you are the um, host and uh, um, uh, grand uh, poopa of uh, Homo Radio uh, on uh, WRPI. And unfortunately, um, you're on hiatus or forced hiatus. And I imagine it's status quo. Yes, we're radio, says WRPI Troy 91.5 FM is radio silent through August. Uh, beyond that, we're awaiting, you know, any news. We have zero uh, indication at this point as to what happens uh, at midnight on July 30, excuse me, August 31st, if anything. Um, so it's posted on my Facebook page. I've had literally thousands of phone calls, emails, texts, you name it, and letters in the mail. Um, it's uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a tough situation, and uh, there's nothing we can do about it except uh, cross our fingers and hope for the best. And speaking of <laughs> that advice, that's uh, what's going to be facing all of us next week when the Supreme Court uh, issues its uh, rulings on the following. Uh, Maybe the week after, uh, they're notoriously. Uh, uh, can I say anile a n i l e the supreme court they <laughs> fuss and they fuss and fret and and like you know um <laughs> just never they're like i i i can imagine what it's like in a in a in a in a uh, terrible country which we are heading toward being that uh you know they're less than transparent um but at least we know these rulings are on the way, uh, but they this is wicked stuff. And I'm just going to read from uh, this is an article from Business Insider. And uh, uh, I'll read as much as I can until I throw up. Um, so the U.S. Supreme Court last fall heard three separate cases that could overturn workplace protections for LGBTQ people across the country. Um, the cases will determine whether or not LGBTQ people can be fired on the basis of gender identity or sexual orientation. The justices will determine whether LGBTQ people are covered under existing anti-discrimination measures for workplaces as outlined in the 1964 Civil Rights Act, Title VII, or whether such discrimination is legal. If the justices find that gender identity and sexual orientation are covered civil rights law, this will mean that LGBTQ people will be protected from being fired, regardless of whether or not individual states mandate it. Similar to the 2013 Defense of Marriage decision, the Edie Windsor case, and the 2000 15 Marriage Equality Act, Obergefell, um, the polarizing court case will decide the fate of 20 to 30 million LGBTQ Americans. It will affect us all. Um, and some have said it may even lead to some uh, mayhem with marriage equality or even the elimination of marriage equality. It's that important a case. Precedent-making decisions 
uh, president making cases before it. The Trump White House has taken a particular interest in these cases. Earlier this year, they filed two amicus briefs to the Supreme Court. One argues that transgender people are not covered under existing civil rights law, and the other argues that sexuality-based discrimination is also not covered under the existing law. And in order to understand what rights might be at stake for LGBTQ people and why the Trump's the Trump administration's stance has been met with, met with staunch backlash, um, uh, the uh, the article goes down to uh, um, break down the civil rights law in question and what the possible outcomes could mean. Uh, just roughly, uh, uh, Title Seven of the Civil Rights Law of 1964 says that discrimination on the basis of sex uh, by employers is illegal. The question is now over the definition of the sex part. Uh, it, it's uh, the Trump Trumpies have argued that um, uh, sex, as it was defined in the 64 Civil Rights Act, was uh, refers to biological sex of a person, um, which is defined as uh, the sex someone is assigned at birth rather than the gender someone identifies as and is primarily based on physical characteristics of a person's body, like hormones and genitalia, as well as chromosomes. Though the idea of two definitive binary bi biological sexes, male and female, has been recently challenged by researchers and intersex advocates in the mainstream media and by my new book, which folks can uh, read copiously, Gay Pride, Gay Prejudice, How Brain Science is Helping to Conquer Fear and Understanding. And I try to get a copy to the Trump White House, even if I could get a copy to Melania, and she could understand that, that it's um, basically sex is not determined by a peak between the legs when someone is born, sexual, there is a thing called sexual identity, gender preference, uh, sexual orientation, but we, under the Trump administration, want to go back a few hundred years, and um, that's all I have to say on that. Ray, what do you have to say? <laughs> oh, I can't add anything. <laughs> Move on, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, this is, to me, interesting stuff because, uh, um, I don't know, I'm I'm a student of history, I know you are, and and um, follow the Supreme Court cases because, you know, they, they affect our daily lives. You know, I'm getting married in the fall, and believe me, that was never on uh, in the cards for me. I never thought about it. It wasn't even a a flicker of, of, and it really passed by this, the one vote margin in the Supreme Court, and it's still tenuous. And, you know, they, they granted uh, marriage equality, they could swipe it away. Um, and that that's what just, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, it just, I don't think people grasp and you know, I know African Americans do, and uh, their history of of rights is 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 painful to read, and 
you know, they went through things uh, such as uh, Plessy versus Ferguson, which took 60 years to overturn. Um, and, you know, the, they had this, the, the Voting Rights Act, which the current Supreme Court under Roberts has gutted. Um, you know, this is, uh, it's time for a, an awakening, some kind of awakening. Well, you, you know, Go ahead. You're, you're right, of course. Well, you know what what bothered me, and I said so on the show before, you know, we, I, I have three co-hosts. I'm the host, and, uh, you know, a good while back, I'm talking about probably three years, I uh, said that uh, marriage equality could be in serious jeopardy as far as the Supreme Court went. And I had my head handed to me on a platter. Why, that's the law. It's the law of the land. Such a thing can't happen, Dr. Ray. Well, I'll say the same thing I said that fateful Sunday. It sure as hell can. And we're hanging on by a thread. And I, it keeps yeah. me up at night, and I'm sure it does you too. Well, as Mayor Pete said during the campaign, and, and you know, I, boy, did he get uh, um, cruel and unhuman, in, inhuman treatment. Um, the more I reflect back, uh, he was treated badly by the gay community, the gay press, uh, the woke left and mainstream media. But he said one of his points about restructuring the Supreme Court, which is now being taken seriously by um, the, the, the power brokers in Washington, that repacking or adding, packing the Supreme Court, adding justices is, is necessary and he said, you know, it's been done uh, as soon as late as a couple of years ago when Scalia's seat was up, when he died. <laughs> well, that made his seat available. Um, and and, and uh, McConnell refused to fill it uh, purely out of politics. So the, the number of justices was eight. Um, but in terms of uh, reversals, you know, we had the... I hope I have the numbers right here. The, the 22nd Amendment, um, which uh, established prohibition, and then a few years later, we had the 23rd Amendment, which undid the 22nd Amendment. I mean, so it has been done, in, and in this crazy, crazy environment, this crazy, uh, out-of-control um, administration, uh, Really, anything can happen, and um, I just want to commend um, people. Uh, the guy who did that video, Ray, I know you saw it, um, uh, the gay guy from Texas who did a video. Oh, yes. uh, <laughs> I think he really captured it. Uh, search it out on YouTube if you haven't seen it. It's a video by a resident of uh uh, a really small town in Texas and describes how his, his, all of the people he knew grow, growing up or, or Trump people. And I think he, in the end, he says, you know, you're just dumb because <laughs> we're in, we're in Hitler territory here. And um, it, it's just so much you can turn your eye away from. And he did a, um, uh, it's really funny 
a video parody of 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 uh blindness and and one thing I'll say Ray is is and I've said a lot I've I've got um Hubert Humphrey's uh talking talking mouth syndrome uh, <laughs> no. that Lyndon Johnson didn't like um but y- you know there just comes a time when you you, you just you got to take this stuff seriously and 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 the, the the point the guy made in the video is i thought it was brilliant he he said you know you may not be bigoted you may not think you're bigoted you may not think you're racist you may not think you're homophobic but if you're supporting trump you are you are all those things so uh, i'm nervously hoping that uh, the trend continues and uh, that Mr. Trump will uh, uh, be gone, um, and it really all will hinge on the on the economy. And 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 you know that's not looking good. Is is we're going to get another COVID, uh, uh, you know, uh, pandemic too, and that's going to. I mean, people will really only respond to uh, money and jobs, and that scene is not a good scene right now. So um, hold on to your hat, Ray. And um, I hope that... I have uh, one fan. It's real quick from Apollo 13 from the movie. A failure is not an option because we won't have anything left. It's going to take a miracle to get the country back anywhere near normal, quote unquote. And if we were to have four yeah. more years of this, the duration of this this term, it... I hate to even imagine it. Yeah. I you know, my worst fear is that uh you know, um uh, no matter what the outcome of the election, whether uh uh you know, Trump is gonna tie it up in the courts, litigate it to death, and we're gonna have two thousand the two thousand election times a million. You know where Bush and Gore are in the courts, and and that was, uh, you know, uh, that was a a Bush family special because, um, you know, on election night, Al Gore um, was declared the winner in Florida, and then Fox News, uh, with the help of um, the Bush family, um, got one of the networks to reverse it which is un- unheard of. And I, in my mind, the election was decided at that moment when when uh, the TV networks, uh, Bush family, and, um, and uh, uh, called the uh, Florida for George Bush, and off we went, and, um, and Bush was installed. And I don't think a scenario like that. I, I think a scenario like that is possible. But um, Ray, I, I want to close up. I want to um, thank you for your time. Thank our listeners and uh, folks. Uh, support a thousand moms. Our book, Gay Pride, Gay Prejudice, is available on Amazon, and you could search it by Prejudice or by my name, David Baylog, and. Uh, it's a great book. 
in my humble opinion. So thanks, everybody. Thank you, Ray. And we'll be talking to everybody shortly. Be well. Thank you.